Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. Yes, sir. We're at uh, Twin Peaks, Kirby and 59. Come hang out with us. We are uh, – we had this one sprung on us here, uh, y'all. We, we've got uh, – how many we got left? We, we're giving away two four-packs of tickets to the rodeo to five different artists. So far, we've given away Luke Bryan. We've given away Whiskey Myers. And now coming up in this hour, 4.30, we got – uh, two four-pack tickets to see Nickelback, Tyler's favorite. Nickelback. I, I mean, I th- there's a young lady working here at, at Twin Peaks, which I, I thought she was so young she didn't know who the hell Nickelback was. But apparently young ladies are, are as much a fan of Nickelback as they today as they were uh, as 20 years ago, maybe. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But uh, Nickelback at the Houston Rodeo will be giving away two four-packs uh, four-pack tickets of, uh, of, of to the Rodeo Nickelback here at 4.30. So if you're out there and you're listening, uh, Twin Peaks, 59 and Kirby, stop through, hang out with us. If you're, not, if you're not anywhere near us, obviously there's four more Twin Peaks lodges around the city. If you're hearing this, you're near one, slide through Twin Peaks. The happy hour's off the charts. The, the made-from-scratch menu is the real deal. And, uh... It's, it's a little theme party, if you know what I mean. Twin Peaks does a costume party like nobody else does a costume party, and they got a little, uh, they got a little Western wear going on. They got, mm-hmm. a, little, they got, they got a little Western wear going on, and wow. you, you know, you get, a, you get a group of get a group of ladies and tell them it's rodeo time, put on your boots and your short shorts. You, they put on their boots and their short shorts. So y'all come on out and hang out and, and uh, watch, a little, watch a little live sports, break a little bread, eat a little grub, have a couple drinks, and uh, we'll see see where the night takes you, but uh, Ron, I, I said it in the tease, man. In the spirit of of D'Amico Ryan's and and Nick Casario getting real horny, real aggressive Foot, last year, football horny guys, uh, draft horny, Will Anderson horny. However, I mean that, that word typically typically stirs folks up. But you're getting me football horny, as Clint would say. It happens, man. It's my goal every day. Um, look. It, Last year in the draft, it shocked the hell out of the NFL world 
when D'Amico Rines and Nick Nick Casario jumped from number 12 to number three after drafting C.J. Stroud and grabbing Will Anderson, and boy, has it worked out. Yeah, I almost pulled a calf out there. We were there live trying to talk to people. We had to shift. You tell me, man. It was a beautiful thing, right? But boy, has it ever worked out. I mean, not only do you have two players that, for the most part, were healthy all year long, you've got the Offensive Rookie of the Year, the Defensive Rookie of the Year, um, and and you've got guys that contributed in a major way to a division-winning, 10-game winning, playoff game winning uh, franchise that um, seems like it was rebuilt overnight. Because I'm going to be honest with you, when you look at David Culley and Lovey Smith years here with the Texans, it, it, I don't know how much rebuilding was, was being done, if we're being honest. I know Nick behind the scenes was obviously working, but boy it was it was it was tough sledding but uh in the spirit of the move to get will anderson number three overall the aggressive move up in the draft from 12 to three i, I pose the question to you the fans it is 713-572-4610 is the text line text in your answer if you were nick casario D'Amico rines what player in the draft would you aggressively move up to get now there's some pipe dreams the Texans are drafting at twenty three. They would have to they would have to move heaven and earth to get to top five, obviously. I'd love to see Malik Neighbors, Marvin Harrison Jr. out there with Tank Dell and Nico. I'd love to see that, but that, that may be a little bit of a uh, you you really going for it. Well that that may be a, a little bit of a stretch, but I think I do think there are some guys, Ron, that the Texans are gonna have to get rather aggressive to get to. I'd say mid teens. There's gonna be some really good players that have performed really well at the combine to date that are positions of need for the Houston Texans that if D'Amico Ryan's comments immediately following the season about needing to upgrade that front seven, if he was being real, which, hell, I believe he was speaking partially in an emotional state. It to be did, right, did he? <laughs> that seemed as honest. Yeah, I feel like that was one of them like, man, you should have waited a couple of days and, and let the emotions, because, I mean, it was one of them where, like, I mean, you got some Sheldon Rankins, Malik Collins, Jonathan Grenard. You got some pretty good players up there, and you're talking about, hey, if we're going to win these kind of games, we got to upgrade our front seven, yeah, okay? The, the Ravens get like 200 that. yards on your rushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but with that said, Ron, I, I think there's some players – in that mid to late teen range that you could see the Texans getting aggressive and moving up a few spots in this draft to get a true, legit, first-round graded player. I think you made a great point earlier as it pertains to this conversation. Um, there's 15, 16, maybe they'll get to 17 or 18 by the time the combine's over, but there's mid to high teens in terms of the number of players that have a first-round grade. Now, there's 32 dudes that are going to end up in the first round, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's 16, 17, maybe 18. Maybe they scratch 20. Uh, we've heard Nick Casario talk about that. We've heard Nick Casario talk about, you know, that's the conversation. Do I want to jump up and take one of those one of those players with a legit first-round grade? So with all that said, it's, this isn't a – I don't think it's far-fetched to think that Nick Casario and D'Amico Rines could move up and, and take a player. Um, I think absolutely not. They've proven to do it. They've proven to do it, Ron. <laughs> They've done it a lot. And I'm just going to tell you, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I've said it about free agency. I'll say it about the draft. I think Nick and D'Amico are absolutely crazy if their mindset right now isn't 
balls-to-the-wall aggressive in free agency in the draft because of where we're at as a team. I, 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 I mean, I'm talking about balls-to-the-wall aggressive. I've heard John Harris. I've heard Seth Payne. I've heard all these talk about, well, you know, you got, hell, I heard Nick, Nick Cassero himself talk about, well, we don't spend all the money this year. Oh, man, we got voids here. We got to, we had to fill out a roster. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. You got to get you got to get players to give you a chance to win a damn championship. Yeah, you got to fill some voids. Yeah, you got to build a roster. Hell, everybody in the league does. But when it's all said and done, damn it, we need we need players in in, in the Texans uniforms that when when we're in the fourth quarter of a ball game and it's a tight ball game, you got guys that can outside a scheme just go make a damn play. Yeah, Will Anderson's one of them. Jonathan Grenard was one of them. Obviously, obviously CJ was one of them. Tank and Nico—they they proved to be to have the ability. You got to go get those guys proven in the NFL, whether it's draft picks or, or, or veterans that that can do that. Ron, if you're D'Amico and Nick, and you're gonna get a little horn or get a little aggressive on draft night, you're gonna move up. Who you taking? Yeah, yeah, man. And I don't think they need to be crazy, but. If it's something within reach, like to me, if you if you're talking to get into the top ten, that that's that's a, that's going to be a lot to give up. But if you're talking to get into the late or the 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 early to late teens, anywhere between the the thirteen fourteen to seventeen eighteen mark, yep. Like I, I think that's realistic, and that is something that you could give up with the ammo you have. Obviously, you still have picks um, of your own and from the from the Browns. Like for me, I, I look at positions that are positions that are, are, are holes, at least if not starter, but depth that you need to fill, and positions that are weaker in the draft and in free agency. And to me, defensive tackle is one spot, and I think there are only about two, maybe three, uh, interior defensive linemen with first round grades that will go. And By- Byron Murphy, uh, the the kid who was defensive Longhorn. lineman of the year uh, in the Big Twelve, uh, he's been slated around the 13, 14, 15 range. That would be somebody that I would be watching. I'd be watching sitting there at twenty three. If he's sitting there at twelve, he's sitting there at thirteen. Right, that would be somebody that I would look at potentially trying to go up and get because. I don't think there are a lot of guys that is not real deep at that particular position, and not just at that particular position, Clint, but at at the type of guy and the type of body that this defense looks for, right? He fits that mold. That would be somebody, be the number one person that I would look at and say, all right, I'll jump up there because you got Chris Jones, who you think will probably go back to Kansas City. Justin Matapique, there's a thought that he would go back to Baltimore. I think they may franchise tag him. Christian Wilkinson is is out there with the Dolphins. That that would be one that I would look at because I think this draft is heavy with receiver and corner. That that would be a space I would look at. Byron Murphy. I like it. I like it a lot because I think it's what D'Amico Ryan's is looking for. Yep. Somebody in that in that front four uh, for for sure. Ryan. Now I've I've got a guy in mind that that. Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I think I'm seeing some reports where I think he crushed the the combine, so he, he may be climbing the uh, the draft boards right now <laughs> instead of setting steady. But I'm looking at Mel Kiper's most recent mock draft. He's got the guy you mentioned, Byron Murphy, at 13. Yep. Uh, the the guy that I really like is he's got he's got slotted at 11 right now. So this may be out of the reach of the Texans. But Jared Verse, the defensive end out of Florida State, if you're going to let 
if you're going to let uh, Jonathan Grenard walk, which is very possible, I think Jared Verse out of Florida State, I watched him all year long. Yeah. He can play inside and outside. He plays much bigger than the 6'3", 6'4", 250 that he is. He, he plays bigger than that. He can play inside or out, although he's an edge rusher. Um, high motor guy. Got, got a real Will Anderson vibe to him in terms of play style. Um, I think his I think his game transitions to the league, maybe not in a way of where he comes in and has double-digit sacks, but in a very Will Anderson way of, you know, he's he comes in and, and, and is a high motor guy that's great against the run that – which they, they, the type of guy they love. Yes, which is exactly what they love. So I really like Jared Verse. There's also, Ron, a couple of, of interior offensive linemen, which I know a lot of folks are – You're talking about it to, to move up to get? To move up to get. Oh, yeah, I mean, but you're talking about move up a spot or two because I, I, I think there's a chance they're going to be in that 19, 20, 21 range. The, the guard out of Washington, I really like him. Um, he – there, and there's also a center, I believe. Which well, I'm trying to find his name. There he is. It's the, the kid out of Duke, Graham Barton. Like center guard, um, it's hard to miss. I know. I know. There's some PTSD right now with Kenyon Green. Um, but boy, if if you get one of those guys, that is a legit first rounder. Even though you moved up in the second round to go get Juice Strugs. Yeah, well, well I, me, the I play mean, center. look, I'm with you. You're either you're either the guard. I think is 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 something I can get around. I would go D line. I, I I would go on the defensive side of the football. I would go D line, but there's a good chance that you're going to have a couple of really good interior offensive linemen available when you pick. Oh man, you know I, it's it's going to be it's going to be tough to not entertain the hell out of that if, if you are if you're the Houston Texans. Tyler, what what do you what do you like in that in that bunch? In that bunch right there, it, it, with the Texans, yeah, you if, know if Tyler, going, he, he'll get horny to go up and get somebody. Well, well, look, I mean, we're just—I mean, we don't have to stay into—we don't have to use a whole lot of common sense here. I mean, hell, if, if, if odds are nobody knew they were going to jump the way they jumped last year, but but hey, if they're going to jump, what what do you want like them to jump for? Player position? You know, I got my eyes on an Aggie. <laughs> no, really though, I, I really love the linebacker coming out of AM, Edger and Cooper. Yeah. I'm not saying, Ron, as you take your headset off. I didn't know if we were talking just first round here. But uh, Edron Cooper very well could be the first linebacker that comes off the board in this year's NFL draft. I watched every game he played at Texas A&M, and I think Edron Cooper could fit what D'Amico's trying to do in a big way in Houston. Well, linebacker linebacker is definitely a need, right? I mean, there's there, if they're not going to bring back Cashman, they're going to draft somebody. Um, so it's 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 a possibility. I, I would imagine he is damn sure going to be. We well, set the front seven. Uh, yeah, he's going he's going to be available. I would imagine. Um, but nonetheless, I, I'm 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 on this. I'm hard. I'm 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 hard up for this Jared Verse guy. You've been talking about him a minute, and 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 that is the deal. Is if they do go pass rusher, because we've heard him chop Robinson uh, in, in the combine as well as a, as a. As a defensive end possibility, the thought is, does that then say, all right, I'd be comfortable moving up? Because if you're going to go move up to get him, I think that means maybe you're out on on bringing back Gennard. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're going to make that move to go up to get him. Absolutely. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take that money that you may have spent on Gennard, you're going to move inside, you're going to bring in a defensive tackle, an interior defensive lineman. Uh, that's that's special, which I, I, I love that. I love that move. Um, I, I, you know, I tell you, with Jared Verse, it, it, all of these guys that we're talking about are great, obviously. 
But I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I, I, I watched, I watched a lot of, I watched several Clemson games with this Nate Wiggins this corner. Um, I watched several Texas games with Byron Murphy in the middle. I watched several Alabama games with Dallas Turner coming off the end. Um, Somebody said Dallas Turner is the one that turns them on. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and he and the combine again for him is going to be a huge plus. He is a badass player. I think he ran but in I, the four fives. I, I, I'm going to tell you, Ron. I'm going to tell you all the on the defensive side of the football. All the guys that are available, there's not a guy available on the defensive side of the ball this year that when I turned the game on and watched him this year, literally jumped off the screen consistently, like playing bully ball against against really good talent. More so than Jared Verse. Go back and watch the, the games. Really, any any Florida State game, but watch the game. Who did they play? It was Louisville in the ACC championship. But who did they play? Was it Florida? Yep, Florida right before, before the last that. game yep. of the season. I mean, every time you turn the film on, you cannot help like Jared Verse is going to be seen in a dominant fashion. Of like, damn, who is that game record? More so than any of these guys, and they're all going to measure good. Their tapes all going to be good. You're going to be able to find reasons to draft these guys top 10 or 15 any way you slice it. But when you turn that thing on and he's just dominating dudes at the college level consistently inside and out, um, critical moments of the game like being the, the dude that steps up and make a, makes a play, uh, there, there's nobody ahead, in my opinion, there's nobody on the defensive side of the football ahead of Jared Burton. You big enough, 255? Definitely play defensive end. Definitely edge. I mean, what I was saying earlier, he plays a lot bigger than two fifty, two fifty five. He plays a lot bigger than that, and and so because like I've seen him, I saw him bump inside from time to time, which is becoming more and more common in the NFL anyway. Of guys playing inside hill, we see Clowney do it here. We we saw we saw Miles Garrett do it multiple times this year. So it's not like it's it's a crazy thought, but. Um, yeah, I, I think his game transitions early. Rookie on plug-and-play as much as anybody right now coming out. All right, coming up as we are here live at Twin Peaks, your chance coming up in about 10 minutes to win a pair of tickets. Not just a pair of tickets, I'm sorry, a pair of four-pack tickets to go see Nickelback coming up around 4.30. And Framber Valdez had his first start today. It was awful. Listen to his manager. He speaks on that coming up next right here on The Drive. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Twin Peaks at Kirby and 59, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right. Uh, any concern? Any concern? Framber Valdez, he had his first outing. By the way, coming up as soon as we get off the air on this break. So if you're in the building and you're listening, as soon as we get off the air, your next chance to win not one but two four-pack. So two different winners, four-pack of tickets to see Nickelback at the rodeo. So that's coming up as soon as we get done on this segment uh, coming through. What? Any level of concern at all? It's first outing. Framber Valdez goes out, Clint. He said, today, baby, I'm changing it up. I'm calling the pitches. No, Yiner, chill, baby. I got it. I'm calling the pitches. Just sit your ass back there and catch them. All right? You don't got no input on this thing. I'm calling the pitches. Now, his first game out, he looked just like he did the last time we saw him. One inning. I'm sorry. An inning and a third. I don't want to take that fourth out from him. An inning and a third. Five hits. Three runs, three earned, two Ks, one walk, and he let off the game giving up an opposite field homer to somebody named C.J. Abrams, who then came back up to the plate and got a hit again. Uh, that's where he is. His ERA currently in the Grapefruit League is 20.25 right now. Uh, that was eerily similar to what we saw in the postseason. Off to slow start, struggles, and, uh, and just couldn't really get it back on track. Clint, before we get to the thoughts and the worries, I want to hear anybody anybody concerned at all? It's spring training, huh? It's spring training. I'll let you hear what Framber had to say. Now, he's not going to speak. I'm going to read it. It's through an interpreter. But this was the manager, Joe Espada. This was Joe Espada talking about the outing, the first outing against the Nationals today for his uh, his ace right now, since Verlander is up in the air, his ace, Framber Valdez. Um, you know what, stuff was, uh, you know, he's throwing hard, breaking pitches where the actions on his pitches were pretty good, but just inconsistent in the zone, you know, first outing. So he wasn't as sharp as he wanted to be. You said he was throwing 40, 50% intensity. Is that, is he underselling that a little bit? Oh man, he looked harder than that. So, you know, it just it wasn't in the zone as much, you know, he didn't use the ground balls like he normally does. But, um, again, first outing. He said he was throwing hard. We can't get velo readings. What was his sinker at, and what did you think of just that that pitch as a whole? Yeah, so, you know, it was just they were up in the zone a bit. So he's, his sinker is effective when he's down. That's when he gets his ground balls, you know. So mid-90s stuff was pretty good. It's just execution. It was just not what he wanted to throw those pitches. All right, that's Joe Spotter for you. I mean, I Clint's dying laughing real quick. Through an interpreter, Framber Valdez said today, I felt like it was uh, I was maybe at 40 50% out there. Adding, I think the quality of my pitches are good. I was just uh, talking uh, more about intensity. Uh, obviously, first outing of the spring, I can't go out there and just go 100%. That was Framber Valdez. So he said, hey, he's 50, 40 50%. So, uh, all right, that explains it. Yeah, look, I, before we ever get into what was actually said, I mean, it, could you imagine be a man, being a manager? And, and look, I, I love Joe Espada's tra- – I mean, his transparency is absolutely beautiful. Um, but could you imagine uh, 
you know, your who should be your ace goes out there, doesn't doesn't locate well. Uh, anyway, you start your comments off to the media with, man, he was throwing hard, man. Man, he <laughs> was, he was, hey, he was giving it to me. He's like, oh, hey, oh by the way, by the way, he said, he said he was giving 40 to 50%. Oh, well, no, it looked a little harder than that. So now you're in this back and forth with, with about what the hell Fromber said. So just what a, what a, <laughs> don't there be again, a man. That's, that's what Dusty used to deal with, baby. Let's get on the same page, page man. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, yeah. What'd I you mean, do? I, I wish I'd have known you only threw 40. Yeah, I wish I'd have known you. If you were only going to go 40, 50%, yeah, I wouldn't man, have put was, you in. Yeah, he was in the 70s. <laughs> he was in the 70s, boy. He was in, in, in the 80s. Right? Well, was, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. As you, you know, you, 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 you jokingly opened it up with, hey, it's spring training, high, not a big deal. Look, man, um, I, I'm, I'm, not typically a guy to get too worked up over something that can happen in spring training. But when you look at the way Fromber Valdez ended last season, uh, 0-3 in the playoffs, the, the, the ERA ballooned the last 14 starts. You get into the playoffs, the, the ERA ballooned big time. Um, I mean, he ended the season in, in, a, in a bad, bad way. To then turn around and open up the, the first outing in spring training the way that he did today, um, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about it, Ron. I, I don't know any other way to slice it, especially like I fully expected or hoped. Let me say I expect. I hoped that we would hear from Joe Espada and he'd be like, oh, yeah, he was just working his fastball and his changeup. He didn't work up. No, you're right. No, that's not what he said. I mean, now, Framber like, was somewhere else. Framber, well, like, I was just, I was just playing. His father just said, look, it was a location itch- issue. Which was the, which was the issue in the postseason? Leaving it up in the zone. I mean, here here we are. So yeah, like either it, he was wild out of the zone, which yeah. he, he he got people on or got himself in bad counts, and then yeah. he was really wild within the zone, which uh, which people were hitting him. So so the Espada comments Good make give, make me a little more concerned than than the the actual outing, and and I. Again, this is not your for all those folks out there that want to sit in the mezzanine level and just trust every move and not talk about them, not debate them, not not have an opinion. Cool, that's fine. I, I'm not talking to you, but if, if spring training is something that typically is just hey, let's go to Florida, let's just enjoy it, guys. Let's enjoy some nice weather. Let's get through this thing and prepare for the season. This was not a good step in terms of Fromber Valdez preparing for the season. Once again, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, listen, I. I don't want to go overboard like someone <laughs> texted Ron. Be serious. We need another option. Get rid of his ass. I'm not in get rid of his ass. I don't, but I don't. I like I said to you earlier this week. I I I, I really when Jose Urquidy goes out there and pitches I, his his outcome in spring training. I I really don't. I feel like I know what he is. I know what he's going yes, to be, and agreed. and I feel good. Like when I see this with with. Fromber, you have to take everything into account. All right, so uh, I know many of you don't give a rip about it, especially our guy who ends in eight four eight five. But his his what he has said, a guy he really trusts in safety net, and Martin Maldonado isn't there, and now he's throwing to Yiner Diaz, and the first time he throws to Yiner Diaz, we hear, "Hey, boss, I'm gonna go ahead and call these pitches myself." Right. And we look at the total deal of him, and the total deal of him is sometimes there is a mental issue as big as a physical issue with him. And placement issue and things like that is what is going on upstairs and how he, 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 can, he can kind of melt right there on the mound. So I think all of it is just a bit more 
than usual than just to say, man, he's just working on stuff. I would say, like, like into what Clint just said, I would say I'd feel, I would have felt better to just hear what, what Framber said. Oh, man, I was going 40, 50%. But, hell, that's not what Joe said. Joe said he was throwing the ball hard. He just missed, he just missed location. Well, hell, well, damn, that's what he was doing before. So, I, I mean, I just think his case is a tad, not overboard. No, I still want him right now to start opening day if Justin Verlander can't go. But I, I watch it, his spring training starts mean a little bit more than I think than to others, to me. Uh, look, I, I think I think any and everybody's spring trainings mean a little bit more when you finish the season, when your expectations are World Series, and when you when ace ace of a rotation is associated with your name, you finish the season in awful fashion. Everybody's spring training is is probably going to be a little bit more heavily analyzed. So, look, I I, I, I agree with you, Ron. The, the other thing that this brings to surface, which I I believe is is not a Fromber issue, it's a bigger issue with the Astros. Um, regardless of of what you want to make of it, no Maldonado from a game management uh, pitch calling perspective. Um, and and now no, don't do na- this. now you're. I'm just telling you, man. People, I just don't think people. Uh, it is okay. People cannot think it's a big deal. That's fine, but it's a damn deal. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's going. To, you got a bunch of young pitchers. I mean, everybody, nobody on this on the, in this rotation, and I'm talking about starters, with the exception of Justin Verlander, have any business calling their own game. Nobody, none of them, not one of them. Hell, no. the only the only one you think is is somewhat close would be Framber Valdez. And let's be honest, as you pointed out, I mean, we ain't real sure that he can manage his own emotions during a damn ball game, much less call a game. Yeah. So, yeah, look, I, I just I think that's a real I think that's a real topic of conversation. And I'm talking about Diaz, no Maldonado. Now it's Diaz. Now it's young pitchers calling their own game. Now it's uh, you know, one of the coaches in the dugout having to call a game. Like it is a I think it's a real topic with the Astros in spring training and early season of how they navigate that that process in a game. All right, win pair of tickets. We're doing that right now. So if you're on your way in, it's not too late. We still got many, many more to give up. Zach Brown Band, also uh, Eric Church. But we're hooking people up with Nickelback coming up right here, right now. That's next, right here on The Draft. Live from Twin Peaks and Kirby and 59, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back. We just hooked up uh, two people with a four-pack of tickets to Nickelback. Angela lost her mind. She's the winner, and uh, O.F. Raul somehow (laughs) pulled it off. There he is. Uh, man, there it is, baby. That, that, I, I'm certain that's about my man's fifth uh, <laughs> fifth copper drink there, baby. A little, little vodka ginger beer action, baby. I a little see Moscow you. mule action. Yeah, little I little see mule. you got a little mule action. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's vodka or or, or whiskey. I don't know, man. He it looks like he may have switched it up a bit. He looks like he don't give a damn. No, no. It looks like it looks like he's just trying different ones. He might go in whiskey the first time, vodka the second time. So. uh no, man, we're having a good time. Coming up in the next hour, 5 o'clock is the next time. If you're driving in or you're on your way, Zach Brown Band, two, uh, four-pack of tickets, your chance to win those. All you got to do is sign your name right there, put it in. 
the raffle box, and you will have Who's next? a chance to win. Zach Brown Band, what are you about? Oh, have Zach. you seen them live? Are they Hell good? Yeah, Tyler, have you seen Zach Brown Band? I have not ever seen them live, no. I, I've seen uh, of course Zach, you have it. Sucker. I've seen Zach Brown Band live multiple times. Um, I, my only complaint about Zach Brown Band, the time I saw him, was how many people he had on stage with him. Here we go, Ocho. It, it was a it was a uh, kind of a, a like I mean he brought dudes out on bongos and I mean he had fifteen twenty people out there all playing a song it, it, it was it was entertaining but it was one of those like okay I've had enough there's too many let's get back to some of your original music that you do but I believe that that is going to if if he I doubt he'll do that on an, uh, roughly an hour performance at the rodeo but um, if he does I think it'll play well at this venue uh, number two. What you can always bank on on Zach Brown band for Zach Brown actually is <laughs> yeah, just, it, just, just, just him in general, right? I mean he he is he's a badass dude, man. He, I mean he he brings out new artists um, consistently. Like he'll he'll find a, a, a really good young up and coming artist, and he'll just bring them out and put them on stage with him, and 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 give them give them twenty of his minutes. And they are they are really good. Marcus King is a guitar. Uh, look him up, uh, Ron. You talk about you talk about like one of them freakishly talented dudes. Um, Marcus King is his name. Last time I heard that that talked about that was that was uh, that was Jeff Driscoll freakishly. Uh, no, this this dude's like known for his, known for his guitar, <laughs> but he, he's got a real Stapleton vibe too. Oh too. yeah, and it's not just because he's a heavier set white guy. Like his his vibe is a little bit more rock and a little bit more rad. It, it's good stuff. Um, uh, Tyler, one no, that wasn't you. That was Muscadine Bloodline. But uh, there was a band, gosh dang, Callaway King Callaway, um, that he brought out last time when I was in Nashville and saw him, and they they got two songs that are absolutely tremendous. So. Um, I like Zach Brown Band's music. He's got monster hits that he could play. He could do the whole thing by himself. Obviously, I love him as a dude. The way he the way he props up young artists, man, is really cool, really admirable. Um, yeah, I, I would. Zach Brown would be one. Zach Brown would have been in my top five. He didn't cut my top three because I I wanted to see Laney, but he would have been in my top five without a doubt. All right, so that is uh, that's that's coming up. Your chance. Five o'clock will be the uh, the next time, and then at five thirty. Will be the final time. We hook it, folks, up, man. Uh, we're giving out uh, eight eight tickets, eight tickets twice an hour here, the last two hours of the show here on a Friday. Uh, and we finish it off uh, coming up at 5.30 with Eric Church. Eric Church we're gonna, is going to close out. Uh, you know what his nickname is? What? Chief. Oh, God. So you could, I mean, you could just easily get to him, huh? I need some gear. Hey, Every time I see him, which I've seen him multiple times, you want to talk about a big fan now um, of Eric Church. I'm talking about I, he, he is uh, he is tremendous. But every time I see him, I'm, I'm looking for. I just need a shirt that's it says Chief on it. It says Chief on it. I won't tell anybody that it's Eric Church. I'll just rock the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's coming up five thirty. Got a chance to win two. We'll be hooking people up with two different four pack of tickets. So Eric Church coming up five thirty five o'clock. Zach Brown Band. So uh, stay tuned for that. And if you're like I said, write in. I got to do a sign your name. We got plenty of uh, plenty of uh, things for you to sign and put it in the uh, the raffle box, and we will hook you up. Clint, 
Um, I, you know, in the morning I do this every every morning. Go drop drop the kids off, you know, and do do my thing. That probably takes me about a good 30, 45 minutes. And I'm okay. in the car and I'm listening to Payne and Pendergast. Okay. And um and and and, and he had me. He had me texting. Pendergast, and I'm doing it. I, I, I mean, we're going at it here Sean, a little bit. Sean had you texting the text uh, line? I had me texting him directly. I, I went to the source <laughs> directly. And, 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 and I talked to Tyler a little bit about this, and Tyler said, oh, boy, this will be a good conversation. i got to take on it. And I know, I know you got one. I'm listening to them this morning, and, and it was just quick. They said, uh, you know, our guy George the Bull, I mean, this guy fight yeah. through injuries and had a hell of a time at, 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 at cookoff. Uh, they do a great job in the morning show, but George, yeah, George Lindsay, uh, the 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 DJ, the jock on on uh, the the morning bullpen on our sister station, one hundred three, the Bull. I need I need to have a real conversation with George. Why is that? Uh, I, I'm listening to to, to Sean, and, and Sean said, "Yeah, man, uh, George is uh, George is George said, yeah, he's going to enjoy rodeo tonight, and um, he said he's got some uh, some people from uh, Kentucky where he's from." Coming up here, he said George. He said George stays in, in kind of a the similar like setup as Sean, a little apartment at, at the crib. He said, he said uh, some of the friends, a couple's coming in, and they're staying with him, staying with him in the apartment. And I just I said in his apartment, and and he said he Sean said he told George like, but that sounds awful, like in this apartment a, a couple staying in, and I'm just like, if those grown ass people don't get a damn hotel. If those people don't get a damn hotel, like I'm serious. For me, if you're coming in, especially especially in a an apartment, I don't and really even in the house I got right now, don't you come in here and then try to stay with me. We got it's got to be you got to be on hard times. Oh, I, no, we got to be on something oh, like I'm stay I'm staying I'm staying with my people. You go, oh, you go, oh, oh hell no, absolutely. stop it! Oh my Absol- god, no hell, I, man, I ain't going you absolutely. You you got to you go out of town. I go when I go to like when I go to Fayetteville and I and, and my boy Brandon up there, one of my best friends from college. Is it just you? Nah, hell, I tell you, hell, I, me and me and Lo and the baby stayed there last night. Oh hell, get your ass a hotel. No. You talking about me? Mm-hmm. First off, you know them people ain't want, paying for them tickets, and I know that, I and I'm cool with that. that. I want to smell that breakfast. No nah, man, get you a hotel, man. Don't break, be doing that. No, no sir, hell with that hotel. I got a continental breakfast at the Call hotel, it. dude. Yes, they do. Come on, Tyler. You gotta be. You can't do that, man. Don't you grown as hell? You and Lauren, and you brought your kids. Yep. And I went. Oh, I, 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 went I went out there to spend time with did, them. I didn't go out there to spend three quarters of my time in a damn hotel room and just see them at dinner or something. Did, no, we're gonna on, stay up. On. We're gonna break bread. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're did gonna. They, hold get, on. Did they push you to stay with them? I mean, it, what we never even discussed it. I just said, "Hey, I'm staying at your place." You see, oh my god! I, I call I call it Hotel Harry. You brought you brought that screaming <laughs> kid over there. They wanted to see. They got ba- they got. Oh my god! They got babies too. They want they wanted to meet my kids and they and and, and see my kids for the You're first ridiculous. time. And I want my kids to play with their kids. That's horrible. You're ridiculous. That is, no, you don't do that. We've, you've this is coming from age. the guy that puts his his in laws in a in a damn twin mattress in a guest yeah. bedroom. <laughs> the the only, hell you talking the about? The only ones, the only reason, only ones that's gonna come over. No, set your You know what? You all that damn money y'all make. Get you a king bed in there. When your kinfolk no. come in there, put them in that nice bed. You know what they doing when they come down here? What they got an Airbnb? See, because Teresa now Teresa from the guy that wants twelve free tickets. No, no, I get the tickets, but Boy, don't come over and friends now. You go over the night. In fringe. No, yes. If you listen, we're at a spate now. If you, you, I hope you're embarrassed. You ought to feel oh, terrible. I'm not. You should be embarrassed. You brought that kid over there and gave him no choice. Said I'm staying with you. I didn't. I didn't travel. I'll all, stand I with traveled you. all that. I didn't travel all that way 
to see Northwest Arkansas. The hell, I've done that. I went to school up there. I traveled to be with my you boy can't do that, dog. Can't and for do our it. families to have, have some quality time together. Clint, if I was ever living well, I, in, if I was ever living in Kansas City and you came in there or living anywhere, you came out there and said, I'm coming out. Then I ain't coming. You better take your ass to that hotel. Then I, then I ain't, I'm not coming to Kansas City to stay in a hotel. <laughs> Someone said Ron doesn't care to take care of you. It's not even nope. that. No, it's not even that. Nope. It, we, we, you, got, you got to be on real when it, hard when it, time. When it, when it, no, we don't. When you it got com- to be on real hard time. No, hey, I'm not even doing it. We're going Tyler, to if you're, you're going out of town to see your to, – to go hang Y'all out with anybody. You're getting a hotel, ain't you? What you just said is exactly where I was going, and that is if I have a buddy or a friend that says, hey, you know, I'm having a bit of a tough time. I'm coming yeah, down to Houston. I got, I, got I got you. Yeah, I got you. I got a room for you. A Other than that, time. take you your ass to the hotel – and we can you hang out babies. all day. We can hang out all night. But when it's you time to go to bed, I got my own private spot to go to, and you got your own residence. My partner got two babies. Also, Clint and your kid. First off, you going to come over and make us have to now. We got to move yeah. and shift stuff. If, if here, me, you got to stay over here. If I got to lift this bed up. Great I got to work move for my now ass. Now we got to get it. Think we got to get the yeah. air mount yourself. No, no, take but, your ass to a hotel and come over in the morning. I no. got breakfast for you. I'm going to pay for the food. But take your ass to the hotel. You got you money. You threw it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> there ain't no. They you got. Took that baby they got a there? bedroom. There's a, a bedroom upstairs. With a hell, I had my own bar. A hotel's got a I, I, a crap ton of bedrooms, man. Y'all are missing the point, man. <laughs> you gotta go. Come on, I, Tyler. Can you believe that? I don't I believe I, that. It ain't got, baby. It ain't got nothing to do. It ain't got nothing to do with money. It ain't got. It ain't got nothing. It has everything to do. If I, Ron, if you if you quit tomorrow and move back to Kansas City. And I called you in six months well, and, hey, bro, I, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Me and the wife's going to come see you. Yeah. And you say, you come see us, but you got to get a hotel in Kansas City. I'd be uh, like, I ain't uh, coming. I ain't going to tell Hell you. Hell no. To, but I'm going to give you all the best hotels. I don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't want to do that. I, I want to I, come down I'm there. I'm going to get out I, in front of it. I want to come down there. I want your ass to cook. I will. I, I want you to get on that grill. You can bring your happy ass over. But I want to sit down next to Trey and catch up on his ball. How's he doing in football? How's he doing? all that. No, you can't you do that can. from a hotel. Do I can't know, do that from a hotel. Do you know what it takes for me to move stuff around to get people to stay in the house? Well, that's your fault. That's a you problem. No, it's not my fault. No, it's not my fault. Get no, you a my bigger house. Is, is somebody that came out here with two kids under two screaming and said, hey, man, we staying with you. Hey, get if you a bigger crib. If it's your mama or your daddy, I got you. Hey, okay? hope you I can sleep you. all right with not this my, baby up all night. I'm telling I'm you, telling hey, you. Ian almost got caught short. If my Ian, if my Ian people said, get drunk at the house tonight, they can stay with me. Oh no, no, well, you, can stay, you can stay. That's, no, that's different. different. You can stay tonight. Oh, I can stay the night if I'm in. Because you can sleep you your ass eight. on that couch. Or you can get okay. drunk in my place and get your happy ass in an Uber and head to the hotel. George, hey, George, I need I need to talk to George. I need to find out. George better have been the person to put. You know who it was too. Who? It's his. It's his son's future in laws. His son's future. His in-laws. son's fiance's parents. They came in and got them so free So his tickets. future in-laws. Yeah, his, his son is going to get married. Yeah, it's her his, parents. Her parents. Now, you know they didn't pay for them tickets. And they're going to sleep in his apartment? Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm trying to figure out how if that works. you would. don't take your ass to a hotel, there's a Hampton. Well, now, look, there's I got a, a, uh, there's, there, there's an embassy suite that give you good free breakfast in the morning. I, I'm going to tell you what, if, I, if, if either one of my baby girls ever <laughs> find one, I want them and their parents in my house. I'm going to figure everything out about you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I want to know all you about all, you. you I want to stay up late with your ass George, and see what you're George, all about. George better have been the one to push this. Coming up. Hotel. Y'all, y'all, I mean, that's unbelievable. Coming up. The words hell? from uh, uh, the latest from potential players the Texans could be looking at at the Combine and uh, a new thing that Framber and other starters on the roster may be doing. We'll do that. Have you a day we'll now. discuss that coming up next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.